Um, okay, so we are now at the Gemara on Yod Gimel Amun Beis. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines down from the top of the page. Um, we'll just get moving from there. So if you remember, we had a Machlokas uh, that was presented, Machlokas between Beis Hill and Beis Shammai, whether or not, or about the status of Tsaras Erva. Right? Again, this is not related to the... Uh, the and this is really, just said this way. It is related to the Tzaras Erva we've been mentioning all this time until now, right? The idea that, uh, you know, uh, Ruvain's married to, uh, sorry, Shimon is married to uh, Rivka and Leah, and Rivka is his brother Ruvain's daughter, right? And so when Shimon dies, Ruvain can't marry his daughter Rivka, he can't do even with her, and therefore he cannot uh, do even with Leah either, even though he's not related to her at all, because she is Tzaras Erva. She's the co-wife to someone who is in Erva. So we've always been assuming that Tzaras Erva is Aser. That's the kingdom of Beis Hillel. Um, however, uh, Beis Shammai actually holds that Tzaras Erva is, is permissible. And the Mishnah gave a number of uh, nafkaminas, right? Um, of, of ways to see practical ramifications of that machlokas. The Gemara is going to do now is actually explain the svar, the rationale for Beis Shammai, and give actually two different rationales. Uh, one based on a pasuk, and one in which will be a kind of a dispute, and then one that's based on a, actually a very interesting rationale, a halakhic rationale. So the Gemara says as follows, Amar Rebbe Shimon Pazi, my time with the Beishamai, what's the svara, what's the word, what's the rationale for Beishamai? Dechsev, lo siya eishes hameis hachutza laish zar. Right, the Pasuk says that you should, that if, a, again, the, the, the simple understanding of that Pasuk is, uh, two brothers, one of the brothers dies and he doesn't have any children. The wife of the man who died should not go hachutza. She shouldn't go to some external, you know, outside person to get married. Rather, Yavami Yavu'alev, but rather the brother should, should marry her. Okay? But what does this mean, hachutza? So says the Gemara, Yachutza mechlal di'ika penimis. Right? With the fact that you are calling someone chutza and someone not, so meaning the simple pshat is, it's just referring to there's one wife, the wife who was married to your brother. She shouldn't go hachutza. So the, she shouldn't go outside, right? To out. And we're going to see what had, had a dispute about this word. But the other way to read it is that, no, that the, the one who is chutza, there are two women here, right? There are two wives. There's the panimis, the woman who you're related to. And then there's the woman who's chutza, the woman who's, right, outside the family in the sense, right? The one she, who's not related to you, meaning... The erva, sorry, the tsara, the tsara's erva. So the fact that you're calling one of them hachutza means that one of them is penimis, one of them is in. And what does that mean? Nevertheless, the Torah says the woman who is the chutza shouldn't marry somebody else. Rather, she should marry you. So it says, Beishama, what do you see that the Torah is teaching me? That the woman who is the woman who's chutza, the woman who is not related, meaning the tsara, the tsara's erva, so she. You should go ahead and you should marry. That's not the simple reading of the Pasuk. That's how he wants to read it. Okay. So, Ubeis Hillel, so what's Beis Hillel going to say after that? So, Beis Hillel needs a Pasuk, this word hachutza, for the shita of Rabbi Yehuda Marav. Why? How do I know that if Ayavama goes to marry somebody else, right? So, uh, you know, a woman's supposed to get married. And she, uh, and she, uh, sorry, she's supposed to yibum with Ruvain, and she goes and marries Yehuda, some other guy, not his brother, uh, some other guy. Uh, how do I know that Kiddushin is not Tobes at all, right? It's like, it's like, it's like Arias, which you said before, 
right? If a man tries to marry his daughter, nice try. It doesn't do anything, right? Kedushin is not tofis. So it's not true here either. Shenemar, Losia, Eshazamais, Hachutzal, Eshazar. What do you mean? Because the Pasuk says, and there's a simple Pashat in the Pasuk, that the woman who is the Yavama cannot go marry some random guy, right? Losia, Ba, Havaya, right? Losia, there shouldn't be Havaya. Havaya means coming, coming to, to into him, meaning to be married to him. The, the Gemara in Kedushin uses this, words all, this phrase like all the time, the Havaya, uh, they, they compare, the, the getting married is Havaya, and Yitzia is getting divorced. So the, very often there's a, com, uh, a conversation about Havaya and Yitzia, the coming in and the going out. But the bottom line is the word Havaya is all used to mean getting married. So Losiyah, right, she shouldn't, it's based on the, 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 the Pasuk in, in the Torah many times. So the bottom line is, Beis Hillel says, I'll tell you what the Pasuk means. It doesn't mean anything about two wives or about a, a, about a, a tzara. It just means the extra, the, the, uh, the Ayavoma who goes to try to bury somebody else, that's not going to, the Kiddushin is not toughest. Beis Shammai says as follows. This is the very important line. Beis Shammai miksiv lachutz, chutza ksiv. Meaning, if he wants to say, Beis Hillel, what you're trying to say, lo siya eishes at, lo siya eishes hameis, she shouldn't go outside, right? Meaning, if you want to say she shouldn't go marry somebody from the outside, the language should be, she shouldn't go lachutz. She shouldn't go to the outside. Rather, what does Bishamai read, read the, the word as? Meaning, not saying that she shouldn't go somewhere, it's referring to a person, right? Hachutza here isn't saying where she is going, it's saying who she is. Hachutza right? is the, the tzara, the chutzah shouldn't be la'ishzar. So he said, so the basic point is, it's like a grammatical argument, right? Lachutz would mean she shouldn't go to marry somebody outside, meaning referring to the regular Yavama. That she goes to marry somebody else, it doesn't work. That's Basil's approach. Beishamai was saying, and therefore, it's, why does it say, Isha ha-chutz, she shouldn't go ha-chutzah? Because it doesn't mean it's, it's referring to her, the woman, the outside woman, the tzara, who is outside the family, she shouldn't marry somebody else. So that's what Beishamai argues. So, who Beis Hillel, Kevan, Dechsev, Chutza, Kaman, Dechsev, Lachutz, Tami. Beis Hillel says, wait a second, weren't you in, uh, in uh, Ivri class in, uh, in high school where they taught you that Chutza just means Lachutz. When you have a Kamate at the end of a word, it's the same thing as saying, uh, putting Laman at the beginning of the word, right? That's true in modern Hebrew for sure, right? So, and it's true in Hebrew, uh, even in biblical Hebrew. So, Beis Hillel says, Kevan, Dechsev, Chutza, Kaman, Dechsev, Lachutz. What do you mean? You're wrong. Chutzah doesn't refer to her. She's the outer person. Chutzah always means lachutz. How do I know? Disanya Rebbe Nechemya Omer, Koteva Shetzricha Lama Bechilasa, Hita Laha Kosov, Heba Sofa. It's a grammatical rule in biblical Hebrew. Now, whenever you have, it's supposed to have a lama at the beginning of the word, you could put a hey at the end of the word. Vatana Debebe Rishimal, could go in Elim, Elima, Machanaim, Machanaima, Mitzrayim, Mitzrayma, Divlasaima, Yushalaima, Midbara. All these cases are examples of words that when the Torah uses them without getting to every, won't go through every case, but it's all the same. That it's supposed to mean Lamid Bar, Lemitzrayim, Lemachanayim, etc. And then it says, I'm going Mitzrayma. I'm going to Mitzrayim. Okay, so in which case, Basila has a very good read in the Pasuk. So, so, Bishama is not really answering the question. They're just stuck. Um, so, but, but how do they learn the case of the, the halacha of Yudha Marav, right? That, uh, that, that a woman who is a Yavama 
and marries some other random guy, she has a zikah leave him to somebody else, and she marries a different person, that kedushin is not tofis. Mili ish zar nafka. The pasuk says ish zar. Finally says ish zar. Um, could have just said, probably could have just said zar. It says le ish zar. So that teaches me that um, uh, that halach. He doesn't need the word chutza. Okay, ube tzilonami typically who mili ish zar couldn't be tzilonosol learn that from ish zar in a chanami. Right, you're right. He could have. Um, but chutza lamali the rabbis harusa. So chutza comes to include even if she would. Even if she was just an arusa, she was just engaged to the, uh, the original husband. Nevertheless, that yibum is going to uh, apply to her. Rashi says the rabbis arusa. It's a few lines up in Rashi on the left side. That a woman who was just on erusin in the old days, we do erusin nisuin back to back under the chuppah. But in the old days, they would do erusin and they wait a year and then they do nisuin. Um, so by erusin tarei mikudeshesli, right? And then Nisun is the Shabbat Brachas under the Chuppah. So, um, so Arusa, is a, it's, not, it's not like what we call engaged. What we call engaged is not, it's not Arusa. It has no halachic standing. Um, but in the old days, if you would be Mu'reset um, and then she would, they would get divorced, that's a real Gerushin. That's a real divorce. Uh, you need a real get, etc. So, so the inclusion here is it's just to make sure everyone knows that an Arusa, whose husband passes away, also needs Yibam. Vi'idach mechutza hachutza. Okay. And Bishama will learn that out from Hachutza. The actual word, the extra word hey, the extra hey teaches me that rule. Ve'ida Hachutza Hachutza lo mashmulo. But Bishama does not make that that distinction of Hachutza Hachutza. But the bottom line is, this is the, this is uh, Bishama's argument. Bishama's argument, at least according to Rishon Ben Pazi, is the reason they that they believe that the that the Tsaras Erva is permitted to the Avam is because of this pasuk. Hachutza uh, leishzar. She's the the outer woman, the woman who's not related. Shouldn't marry somebody else. But rather, she should marry the other. Fine. That's Rosh Hashanah passes approach. So now we're going to see a very different approach, which is a halachic uh, rationale approach. Um, okay. And this is for this one. We're going to use the uh, use the chart more. Okay. Okay. So it says. Uh, base, uh, says Rav as false. So I'll tell you a totally different reason that Beishamah believes that believes that Tzaras um, Erva uh, is permissible to do Yibam with the, with the brother. Why is that? Why? The Ein Iser Chal Al Iser. What does that mean? Ein Iser Chal Al Iser. So without, you know, before reading inside, just Ein Iser Chal Al Iser means as follows. It means that once there is already a prohibition on an item or on a person, you can't now have a second prohibition now, you know, be, uh, be um, activated on that person as well. Okay? If I'm already, and we'll use the example here, the Gemara is going to get the example here, um, that, that, that level, let's talk right here. You know, in the chart here does a very good, gives a really good example. The Gemara is going to give us an example right now. So if you take a look at the, at the chart, right? I am chart. Number two here, um, basically as follows. What, what happens? I think I'm going to give two different examples of this case. But what, what happens here? So, um, yeah, you think we, let's do a, yeah. Um, yeah, so let, let's look at the following case, okay? So you have Reuven and Shimon, right? They are married to sisters, 
Okay? And Reuven also has another wife, a co-wife to Rachel, okay, who's not related to either of them. When, when Reuven dies, what happens? So Shimon now has the option to do Yibam with Rachel or to do Yibam with Rivka. Okay? Rachel is a tsara to him. It's sorry, Rachel is an erva to him. How? Because she is Achazishta, right? She is the sister of his wife. Okay? Rivka has no relationship at all to Shimon, and that's why Beishamon would say, Shimon can marry Rivka, right? We would say all along, Beishil would say, absolutely not. She's Sarah's erva. She's the tsara to his erva, which is Rachel. Okay? What does the concept of Ein Israchal Isra mean? What it means is as follows. When Shimon gets married, when Shimon, um, Well, let's take a look at it now. Okay? So the Gemara is going to give you two examples. And we're going to talk about this. Nasa meis nasa chai. So the Gemara is going to see it in a second. But let's just see what the Gemara says. How we see it in the chart. It's a little easier just to see it in the chart first. So what's the, the question is, what came first? Okay? Who got married first? Did Reuben get married first? Or did Shimon get married first to these women? So we're going to explain how it works. Okay? The Gemara is going to give you an example of nasa meis v'achach nasa chai. When the Gemara says nasa meis, it, doesn't, it means the person who will eventually die, right? Nasameis, Reuven, the person who's going to eventually die. And then Shimon gets married. What does that mean? Again, Reuven gets married. He has a wife, Rachel, and a wife, Rivka. Correct? Good. Um, at that moment, Shimon to Rachel is what, for, what prohibition? What's, their, what's their, their iser to each other? So they're the, the simple iser of Eishas Ach, right? She is... Right? Um, she is his brother's wife. That's an Isra Arayas, right? We're going to overcome Eishas Ach through, um, through Yibam, right? But right now, they have one Isra to each other. She is, or I should say, she has one Isra to him. She is Eishas Ach. Good. Now Shimon goes ahead and gets married to Leah, who is Rachel's sister. What's the new Isra that Shimon now has to Rachel? Right? She's Achos Ishto. She's now his wife's sister. Okay, the, 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 what's, the, what's the issue in front of us the whole time? Right, we've been discussing from the very first Mishnah. What's been the problem? Who are these 15 women that we've been talking about who are forbidden to Yibam? We didn't say the problem is that they are Eishazach, right? They're your, your, brother's sister, your brother's wife. Why? Because that's every case of Yibam, right? That is what we're going to get rid of. The point was there were new Isurim, right, that were coming up. She's my daughter, she's my daughter-in-law, etc. She's my wife's sister. Bishamah says, hold it for one second. What do you mean she's your wife's sister? She's already ushered to you because of Eishas Ach. She's ushered to you because she is Reuven's wife, your brother's wife. Says Bishamah, Ein Isra Chal Al Isra. If she's already the Isra of Eishas Ach, she can't have two, another level of Isra, which is Achos Ishta. You can't double up on the Isser. She's already forbidden to you. It's over. Once she's forbidden to you, she's forbidden to you. Nothing to talk about. Okay? If that's true, right, that she's Eishazach, but Achos Ishto is not activated, what does that mean about Rivka? What's the only reason why Rivka, right, that Sarah is forbidden to you? Because she is Sarah's erva. She's a, a co-wife to a woman who is otherwise one of, one of the Arayos, Right? Now, is she, is, she still, is she still Tsaras Erva? So you're going to say yes, because she's still the, the sister, she's still, because Rachel's still Eishas Ach. So we're going to get to that in a second. But she, in terms of Achos Ishto, she's not, right? 
terms of Achas Isha, there is no Achas Isha. Rachel's not really Asr to Shimon because of the fact that she is his wife's sister. And therefore, says Beishamai, Shimon is permitted to marry Rivka because she's not really Tzaras Erva. She's not really forbidden. Rachel's not forbidden to me because of a separate Isra of Arayos. She's Asr she's to me because of Eshazach. But she's not Asr because of some of, an additional Isra. And therefore, the Tzara certainly is permitted to marry Shimon. Does that make sense, at least outside for a second? That's any Isra Chal Isra. We're going to have to deal with the question of, so why can't Rachel marry Shimon? Yeah, any questions on this one? We're going to see it inside again also. Rabbi, just one question. And if Shimon had gotten married first, ah. then, they would, then they would hold the same. So the, good. So the Gemara is going to raise that question. Okay? The Gemara is going to raise the, the next question. I understand, and meaning Beishamah at least makes sense, says the Gemara, when Meaning, I understand when you have Ruvay married first, because then at least the first Isra is just a regular Isra Eishas Achor, which we're going to get rid of through Yibam. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, and, then, and then Shimon goes in and marries Leah. So now the Isra Achor is ain't Isra Chal Isra, that I understand. But what about, what about the, the other case? And the Gemara is going to, we're going to address that question also. Okay, so we're going to do that right now. So let's look at the side of the Gemara now for a minute. Okay? So the Gemara says like this. So let's go back to the Gemara. The Gemara said as follows. Let's look at Rashi just for a second. Now that we read it, let's read what Rashi says. Rashi says, Ein Isser, you see we have a few lines up on the left side. Ein Isser Eishes Ach, Chal Albito, Shelzeh, Eitzelavia. You know, let's not, let's actually not read Rashi. He's going to confuse us because he's giving a different example. Let's use this example. So forget Rashi for a second. We said it already. Good. So the Gemara says, Fine. So says the Gemara as follows. Tenach. Tenach always means it's, I understand. It makes sense. I'll leave you alone. I get it. If the person who's eventually going to die, Ruven, marries one of the sisters first, right? And then the Chai, the brother who's going to stay alive, then he goes ahead and marries the other sister. I understand. Lo asi iser achos isha v'chayel a iser eishes ach. Right? The Isser of Achos Isha isn't going to come on top of, right? In, the, in our example here on the, on the page, the, the orange, right? The Achos Isha cannot trump the Eishas Ach Isser. There's two Isserim here. But once you have one in place already, Eishas Ach is already in place. So Achos Isha cannot be superimposed on top of or, to, or double down on, uh, on Eishas Ach. Okay? Because Eishas Ach is That I understand. Um, However, what about the next case? Like you brought up Arnon, right? What about Nasachai Nasanes? Let's look at the chart. Okay? What happens if Shimon gets married first? Right? Shimon marries Leah. Leah has a sister, Rachel. The moment that Shimon and Leah are married, Shimon is forbidden to Rachel. Why? Achos Ishta. Right? She, he's forbidden to her. As one of these arayos, not the Eishasach, which is also an but a different one, right? And what happens afterwards? Now Reuven afterwards marries Rachel and Rivka, okay? The original Isra is Achazishta, right? And don't tell me Eishasach on top of it. Just say, she's only Achazishta. That Isra remains. If that's the Isra that remains, Achazishta, now let me ask you about Rivka. Is she Tsaras Erva? What would you say? 
She should be, right? Because Achos Ishto is in play now. Right? That one of those 15 Arayos is in play. I mean, what, do we, what do we say about those 15 Arayos? They make the Saras Erva forbidden. Right? And, and you can't tell me, um, Ain't Yisra Chal Nisra. What do you mean? She had, Rachel has the Yisra of Achaz Ishto there. And therefore, Rivka should, should be forbidden to light. Okay? So that, that's the Gemara's question. This shouldn't work in this scenario. Right? When first, when Nasa Chayv Achach Nasa Nes, right? If, if Shimon got married first and then Reuben gets married, so then we should, be, we should have a problem here for Beishamai. So the Gemara doesn't explain why. So it says the Gemara as follows. Um, uh, right, in this case, you have the Achos Isha coming first. So answers the Gemara, Kevan Delo Asi Isr Eishes Ach, Vachayla Isr Achos Isha, Havyalad Saras Erva Shalobamaka Mitzvah Visharya. So says the Gemara, I'll tell you the answer. Right? Since the Isra of Eishazach, right, is not going to come and go on top of Achazisha, right? So, because our question was, how can Shammai say that Shimon can marry Rivka? Correct? That's, our whole, that's the whole premise here of Beishamai, that Shimon's allowed to marry Rivka. So we said, I understand in the first case, right? In the first case, I get it. Shimon can't marry, can marry Rivka. Why? Because the Isra of Achazisha never started for Rachel. Right? Because she was never, uh, um, she was first Achazisha, she, she was first Eishazach. Right? Uh, sorry, she, yeah, she was first Eishazach. So the Achazisha never started for her. So I get it. So Shimon can marry Rivka because Rivka's not really a tzara to, uh, an, to an Erev of Rachel. So, it's but what about the next case? The next case where first Shimon gets married and then Reuben gets married, right? He already has the Isra Achos Ishto to Rachel before Reuben ever marries her. So again, how, how is Shimon, Rivka should be Saras Erva? So we must have another, I have another kunz here. What's another kunz? If Rachel remains Achos Ishto, what Isra never starts? Eishas Ach never starts. And if Eishas Ach never starts, then what happens? It's not really, there's not really this Yibam in the first, there's no Yibam in the first, there's no, the Yibam hasn't started, right? Came in the Lo'asi, Isra, Eishas Ach, Vachayla, Isra, Achaz Isha, Havila, Tzaras, Erva, Shalom, Makam, Shari, Makam, Mitzvah. It's not a Makam, Mitzvah. I mean, there's no Yibam with Rachel. Why? Because she was never Eishas Ach. It's a little bit of mental gymnastics here, right? You're now telling me, because Eishas Shachal Isra, Rachel was never really had a Zikal Yibam to Shimon. So if that's true, he can marry Rivka. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah, but, but kind of back up to the original case. Yes. Then something doesn't make sense because then Shimon should be able to marry Rachel anyway because if she was Aishas Ach and Yibam comes and takes the, takes that away, so why can't he, and then he can marry his wife's sister? Why are we dealing with, with Rivka? We should just be dealing with Rachel altogether. Very good. So, so your kasha is in the first case of Nasa Meis Rachel Nasa Chai. So Shimon, what happened first? Ruve marries Rachel and Rivka. Rachel is Aishas Ach, and then Shimon marries Leah, and now she's Achaz Ishto. We say, oh, well, Ain Yisra Chal Yisra. So you're saying, great, Ain Yisra Chal Yisra. So she's not, there's no problem of Achaz Isha here. Let Shimon just marry Rachel. Okay, so Tosos asked your question. Okay? So Tosos, if you look at Tosos on the right side of the page, the Dibar Masla, the Lo Asi Isra Achaz Isha Vachal Yisra Aishas Ach, Tosos asked exactly this question. It's a very good, it's a, right, it should jump out at you. Okay? So Tosos says it as follows. Vim Tomar. Kevan de Isra Achos Isha, Lochayel, Tisyabem Ervagufa. Right? 
Is that Arnold's question? Wait a second. If you keep telling me now that once there's one issue in place, the other issue can't even start. So anytime you're going to have, and by the way, it should be true of any of the Arayos. Or sorry, it should be true by, um, well, let's just deal with our case. The bottom line is, th- th- there's no reason now not to allow, well, no, sorry, I'm right. All the cases that we mentioned, the, the first, the 15 cases in our Mishnah are what? The woman is Eshazach, and there's some other Isra about her. That's not true. Sorry, that's not true. It's only true of ones that get activated after, they get, after someone gets married. It's through marriage. It's the Yisrim that start through marriage. Right? If she's your daughter, then she was your daughter first, right? But if she's uh, anything that gets activated later, right? In this case, Achazishto, uh, right? Gets activated later, so then there's no problem. Then she's not related to Arayos. She's the only Isra Arayos is Eshazach. And that she's allowed to be your, that she's your brother's sister, but that's permissible. That's permissible in Yibam. So answers Taisvis v'yesh lomar the iser achos isha mitla tali v'kai ipakar is iser eshes ach. So what happens? Yeah, you're right. We say lo is lo asi lo asi is uh, sorry ain't iser chal iser right. So take a look at the, again this this box right here right. So Rachel is originally eshes ach. She is Shimon's brother's wife, right? And we say oh because she's Shimon's brother's wife, she can't have also the iser of Leah's sister. Right? That Achaz Ishtah. Okay. So now tell me she can do Yibam. Once you tell me she can do Yibam, what happens? Achaz, this little orange guy, Achaz Ishtah, it didn't go away. It's hanging there. It's floating. It's waiting for a place to land. So if you tell me that Shimon can do Yibam with Rachel, what have you just gotten rid of? What, what is her? Eshazach. Once Eshazach falls away, what's going to land? Achaz Ishtah. Right? So even though you're telling me, ain't Isra Chal Isra, right? We're ta- I'm telling you like the physics of ain't Isra Chal Isra, right? That ain't Isra Chal Isra does not mean that the Achaz Isra doesn't exist. It just means that as long as he is, she is Eshaz Ach, Achaz Isra can't be activated. But once Eshaz Ach goes away, really meaning saying, oh, Shimon should do Yibum with Rachel, now Achaz Isra kicks in and says, sorry, you still can't do Yibum. The difference is, as long as Shimon can't do Yibum with Rachel, Again, it's Beishamai. Beishel wouldn't hold from this. As long as Shimon can't marry Rachel because of, right, they're both kind of hanging there, what happens? Then she's technically not, Eishas, uh, not Achos Ishto still. Eishas Ach is the main issue that's still there, in which case Shimon can still swoop in and marry, marry Rivka. Because Rivka is not Asra to Shimon because of some separate Isra Arayos of Achos Ishto. Does that make sense? seems a little circular. It, it is a little circular because it basically means it's always going to come back on each other. Again, right. reminder, Beis Hillel rejects Beis Shammai and we pass him like Beis Hillel. So if you don't like it, you're, you're okay. Beis Hillel didn't like it either. Right? But this is, the, this is the logic. It's a little hard. Yeah, you're right. It's a little bit circular logic because what it really means that in Yisrael Yisrael doesn't really mean that both can't exist at the same time. It means they do both exist at the same time. They're just not both active at the same time according to Beis Shammai. It's possible. It's almost like rungs on a ladder, right? Like, one kicks in when <coughs> you have to step back each rung on the ladder. Yes, yes, correct, correct. Yeah, I know it's a little, it's a little weird, but that, that, that's the pshat, and, that, and I'm glad you asked the question, I don't know if that touches kasha, and so that's, that's Beishamai. Again, is Beishamai accepted? Beishamai is not accepted. Um, we just have like a, like a couple more minutes, so I just want to like finish the Gemara here, if we can. So take a look now, just go to the two dots. Um, okay, so we, again, we mentioned the nafkaminas, the practical differences between uh, Beisel and Beishamai. 
So that again, Beis Hill allows allows the the tzara to merit to do yibum. Beis Shammai does not. Uh, sorry, Beis Shammai allows the tzara to do yibum. Beis Hill does not. So we said, what if they do chalitza? What if they do this? So Gemara says. So we said they do chalitza. Beis Shammai poslim mina kahuna and Beis Hill machshir mina kahuna. Right? If they do chalitza, right? Because chalitza is what makes you pasul to the kahuna. Right? So Gemara says pshita. That's obvious. <laughs> Hello, if you're saying that they should do chalitza. Of course, when she does it, she becomes apostle to Kahuna. And according to Beis Hillel, you did nothing, because it doesn't mean anything. Says Gemara, La fuked Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri. Da amar bo v'niskan lahem l'tzara shi v'chotzos. V'loyos misyavnos. Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri wanted to put an extra chumrah. And he wanted to say that even though technically Beis Hillel does not require chalitza for the, for the tzara, because she is, she's just out, we should be machmir and do a chalitza. Kamash v'lan de Beis Hillel machshir. Beis Hillel says, no. Do not do an extra yibum. By the way, this is a great example. Every chumrah, right? Well, every kula becomes a chumrah. Every chumrah can, you know, is not so simple. You have to look at the ramifications of a chumrah. The chumrah, well, maybe we should do a chalitza because, you know, Beishamai holds it. Yeah, but if you do a chalitza on her, you're going to pass her to the kahuna, which is not right. So, so that's where, uh, so that the mission goes out of its way to say, no, don't do a chalitza because it's going to, uh, it's going to uh, pass her. And Beishamai says, don't do that. Uh, let's just read a little bit more in the Gemara. You want me to well, Nisyamu Beis Hillel Poslin. So the next case was what happens to Didibum? Get into Didibum. Beis Shammai says uh, again, all good. Beis Hillel said, no way. That Yibum is no good. Fine. So the Gemara again, again. Hasulamali again. What do you what, what do you give me more examples for? I know this already. It's obvious. So Gemara says, I did the Chalitza Taninam Nisyamu. Since you told me already that they should do that, what happens to did Chalitza? So we also say what happens to Didibum. We're just balancing it out. Um, okay, we're out of time. So you know what? We'll stop here. And uh, th- this bottom part of the Gemara is not, not so difficult, actually, surprisingly. It brings in the Gemara Megillah like we did before. So if you want to get a, a break from your vamos for, uh, for six lines, we'll have a Gemara Megillah, which we'll pick up with next week, and then we'll take us into Dafidel. Okay, Yeshua.